Okay, people, welcome to another episode of Candy Talk with Retta, where we have open heart to heart conversations on matters pertaining to love, life, and faith. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's another year. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Happy New Year, people. I mean, 2020 was such quite an eventful year. <laughs> But we made it and we are thankful to God. We are so grateful to God for this opportunity to be in another year. So happy new year once again. I just want to use this opportunity to thank you for listening. Thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you for your messages. I am grateful. It it, it fills my heart with joy to know that you actually enjoy listening to this podcast and i'm grateful let's do even better in the year 2021 and of course um, let me use this opportunity to wish you a highly um a very wonderful year ahead um i pray that the year brings favor to you and your family i pray that you are kept safe and i pray that god's blessings are upon you and your loved ones this year i pray that you are protected and i pray that no evil comes your way in this year 2021 in jesus name amen 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 okay so today's episode i said that we'll be discussing mental health and christianity because i believe that this is a, is a topic that it's a conversation that needs to be had, especially in the Christian circle. It's something that we tend to run away from because we believe that, well, though erroneously, that it is not a very spiritual matter and that talking about mental health makes you um, less spiritual or it makes you uh, not a very strong Christian. And I think that it's something that we really need to begin to look into. So on today's episode, I have my personal psychologist, like I said earlier, she is a trained psychologist, she's a practicing psychologist, and um, she is just excellent at what she does. Uh, Besides that, she's also my sister. (laughs) She's also my sister. Her name is Lillian Gerald. I'll just let her um, introduce herself in a bit. So basically what I did, because I could not get um, Lillian to be with me for to record this, so I sent her the questions and then I had her send in the answers. So I'm just going to be playing her answers for you as we go along. This is, ah, I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say about this topic. I really can't wait. So let's just get right into, into it. Hello Lillian, so I have done a sort of, well, minimal introduction, but I believe that you'll have your own way you prefer to be introduced, so I'll just let you introduce yourself the way you'd rather be introduced. So let us get to know you. Okay, thank you so much. My name is Lillian Gerald, like she said, and um, I am a psychologist, I'm a trained psychologist, I'm a mental health advocate and counselor, and uh, I'm a Christian. I am a Christian, and um, yes, I am. I'm also the founder of Health Nest, which is a mental health counseling platform. And uh, I believe we'll talk about that as we go on in this. So mm, that's basically who I am. And um, I mean, I, I believe my kind of person. I'm, 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 I'm the kind of person who is interested in talking to people, helping people, and in you know, just wanting to know their story and wanting to impact life generally. So I think that kind of uh, fueled or influenced my interest in this career line. So this is who I am, Lillian Gerald. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lillian. And we'll talk about Health Nest in a bit. But before that, I just tell us, um, tell us about mental health. I know you have to say a lot about on, on the matter, but... Tell us in very clear, simple terms. Talk to us about mental health and its importance. Now to the big question, what is mental health? I'm going to try to be very um, simple and um, I'm, going to be try, I'm going to try to be very clear. 
in my definition. And I'll try to also put in a bit of what mental health is not, because there, we have a lot of misunderstanding about what mental health is about, as in people have different orientations about what it is about. Um, recently, I'd just like to chip this in. Recently, I was talking to someone, and then when I mentioned that, um, you know, I'm into mental health counseling, and the first thing I, the first um, look I got was, ah, I mean, you're a young girl. Why would you want to get yourself involved with those mad people or something? And I had to look at the person. I was like, I really, you, why would you think this way? Mental health. Let's just put it side by side with physical health. Mental health is the, you know, is the wellness of your mind. Wow. I think I should write a book on that. Okay, so mental health is the wellness of your mind. Mental health involves your cognition, your behavior, and your emotions. So let me not speak too much grammar. Cognition is basically your thinking your reasoning, your comprehension, understanding of things around you. Your behavior is your actions, things that people can see you do. Okay, it's not just actions that like jumping, dancing, how you react to situations and then things like that. And then your emotions, how, you know, it also entails how you react to certain situations or when people say, oh, I'm, I'm, my mood is not so good today and I'm not so... I'm not so happy today, and things like that. So that relates to your emotions. So mental health is just the wellness of your mind. I like the definition that World Health Organization gave, and it says that mental health is a state of well-being in which all individual realizes his or her own abilities, can cope with normal stresses of life, can work productively, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. So looking at this de definition, we can see that it is holistic in the sense that it covers the fact that this individual is healthy, this individual can contribute to, you know, contribute to life, contribute to people's, contribute to things in his or her community. This individual is actually important to the society. Not like there's no, there's no one who is not important. But then this individual is healthy enough to make reasonable contributions. So mental health deals with how whole you are, how um, um, yeah, how whole you are, you know, in terms of your mind. It influences the way you think. It influences the way you behave. It influences the way you reason, your point of view of things. Now let me give an example. For example, if I'm, if I have a mental health condition of depression, for example, you know, many times I'll see, I'll just see sad situations. When I listen to music, it's just basically going to be sad things. Or, you know, when people tell me things, I'll just see it in a very sad perspective. Because that is, that like sadness is a huge um, component of, uh, of depression. So even when, for example, I'm working with my boss and my boss tells me that, okay, so Lillian, you have to do this for this particular client. If I'm, I'm, I'm a, if I'm someone who is depressed, or if my boss gives me a correction at work, on the first of all, the first thing that will come to my mind is, I'm not good enough, or this person hates me, you know, the salary I'm collecting, maybe I'm not even worthy. These people are just trying to manage me. So you can see how that has actually influenced my thinking, how that has influenced, you know, my sense of judgment. So mental health. It is not, it's not madness. I'll keep repeating this over and over again. It is not insanity. I'd like us to just clarify that. So mental health is the wellness of your mind. You know, your reaction to situation, the way you judge things, the way you, you know, your mood. There's some people that say that I have mood swings here and there. I'll actually say that those people are, <laughs> they are not really stable mentally. Do you understand? They're not really stable mentally because if today I'm happy, tomorrow I'm sad, next day I'm... <laughs> psychology will call it bipolar because you're here and there. You understand? That's, that is like a mood, a mood issue. So mental health is a wellness of your mind. And I really love this World Health Organization definition. It is fantastic. So I think, I think this is simple and short. <laughs> Okay, I just try to, I try to make it really short. But I think, but I hope you, we get the whole idea, the whole vibe of mental health. So when next someone talks to you and say, oh, okay, um, I'm having a mental health challenge, you won't say, ah, you won't say, hey, I hope this my friend is not going mad or going crazy or something. 
Just say, oh, okay, what happened? How are you feeling? Do you like to talk about it? Okay, we have a lot of things to talk about. So let me just stop here. So this is what mental health is basically about. Hmm. Interesting. Mental health is the wellness of your mind. That has got to be the most succinct <laughs> definition of mental health that I've ever heard. And I love it. I love it because it makes it easy to remember and make it easy to understand that just as physical health is the wellness of your body, mental health is the wellness of your mind. Excellent. And I also love the fact that you mentioned that people tend to misunderstand or misconstrue what mental health is and many times they see it as insanity when you talk to people about mental health they think that oh it means that the person is mad and, and i love that you made that clarification excellent so my next question as a christian as a christian a counselor a mental health advocate and, and a trained psychologist what in your opinion is the reason for this somewhat subtle resistance to mental health discussion amongst christians so in um in um in speaking about the importance of mental health i'll just say that um the, re the reason why um the reason many people don't do not pay attention to their mental health is because they really don't know what is about so with proper orientation people will be able to understand what exactly is mental health and why it is important so putting it side by side with um physical health why do I, I i need to be physically physically healthy because you know it's you know it helps me carry out activities um it helps me um um, you know, secure, you know, it helps me stay on the job. Yes, it helps me keep making money. You know, um, my physical health, you know, helps me just be confident about myself. Because, you know, if you are, if you are regularly falling sick physically, it, 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 it actually affects you one way, way, one way or the other. It affects your self-confidence. You, you start, you know, Things like that, and then it's now related to mental health. You see, so but I would like to talk about the importance of uh, mental health. And the first thing I would like to, you know, mention is that uh, mental health is important because you know it helps you make meaning out of life. It helps you make meaning out of life. It, it helps you make informed. Um, I won't. I won't really say informed decisions because people make decisions based on whatsoever reason that they, that they do but you know it helps you um judge things like judge situation judge things accurately it helps you um better rather it helps you make meaningful contribution to life it helps you make meaningful contribution to your society to your community to your community and then you know it, it actually helps you to be much more productive it helps you to be productive it helps you to be able to cope with stress in life whatever stress that comes you know in your lifetime it helps you you know have good relationship with people and i think having good relationship with people is an offshoot of the fact that you're able to judge things better so mental health is actually that important because it it shapes your perspective about life. It's you know it's 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 mental health helps you, uh, or good mental health helps you, you know make better judgments. So I think that th those are like the key reasons why the key importance of mental health. But I would like us to forget the fact that you know it's as important as our physical health. So if we give any reason for your physical health being important is the same way you should also prioritize your mental health. If I feel that my physical health is important for me to be, to stay here on earth, I should also know that my mental health is also important for me to live meaningfully here on earth. So, so, I, so, I, think, um, so I think that actually answers the question. So I'll actually say that, you know, the reason i think i just have one reason the reason a christian should care about his or her mental health is because 
that Christian is a human being. Let us write it boldly. I am a human being. That is the first reason. And as a human being, I have a mind. Just the same way I have a body. I have a mind. And then, you know, okay, even when we talk about things like stress, it's actually, it, we, we have a physical um, factors that contribute to stress. So when my body is not really functioning as it should, probably I'm having a physical illness. It can affect my mental health because I'm going to be less productive. I won't be able to do the things that I want to do. For example, now take for example, you have malaria or you have Qatar. You know how um, cough and Qatar. You know how you can actually feel when you are on the bus or in a car with people, or even in the church, and you just you just cough and just you know that kind of thick, <laughs> that kind of very thick cough, or you just you know you just keep on sniffing, and you know everybody people even try to avoid you. Even when after church they say shake your neighbor, people try to avoid you because they know you've been blowing Qatar since morning. You know how that, that will, how that will actually make you um, feel. So that is actually a part of our, a, a, your mental health because you are cold, you are you keep you are, you are coughing. So it now makes you unable to you know think straight. You are not able to concentrate on a particular task. And then at the end of the day, people are trying to keep a distance from you. Not even in this COVID time step, people will even run away from you. You get that kind of situation. And then, you know, one way or the other, that your physical condition has affected your mental health, has affected your reasoning, has affected the way you draw situation. Even if somebody is not trying to run away from you, a person just moves to a particular, just um, shifts to a distance. In your mind, you're like, ah, why are you running an ordinary kata or something? Nothing like that. One way or the other, it now affects your mind. You now go home and you're like, huh, this so ah. This is what happened today. I feel so bad about it. That is mental health. Do you understand? That is, that is mental health. So someone who now, for example, let us take someone who is, a, is now a COVID patient. is now isolated. You are not able to work. You, you cannot see your family. People are not coming close to you. One way or the other, that now develops a mental health condition that now has to be, you know, to be treated or or. Address. So you can see how mental health relates to, relates to so many things. I think I've actually <laughs> digressed from what I meant to, to talk about. How mental health you know, enters into a lot of things around us. So as a Christian, the first thing, reason why you should care about your mental health is because first of all, you are human. You are not a spirit. You are actually human. And um, you know, um, seeing a therapist doesn't make you less spiritual. So the therapist means that you are actually um, you are actually prioritizing your mental health. Just like when just not nobody will actually say that seeing a doctor makes you less spiritual. But let's be factual. Nobody will say, ah uh ah, -uh, Lillian or Loretta, you went to see a doctor. Ah uh ah, -uh, are you not a Christian? You know, nobody will say that. If people will even encourage you, ah, uh -uh, you are sick. Okay, fine, I know you are praying. But then go to the hospital now. Even your pastor will do that. Sister Lillian, go to the hospital. You are sick. That is the same way we should not discourage people from seeing psychologists. Because psychologists are just doctors of the mind. <laughs> you get. So, yes, psychologists are doctors of the mind. I should say that again. So, seeing a psychologist should be encouraged. You are, you've, you, your mood has not been stable recently, Sister Lillian. You've not been productive in church. You've not been active in service. You've not, you know, when people talk to you, you've not even been eating well. You are going, going sleep. Or you've been eating excessively. You are not sleeping enough. I think you should talk to a, a psychologist. You know that is actually not bad. Just the way you recommend someone to talk to a doctor. So seeing a therapist doesn't make you less spiritual. In fact, it means that you care about yourself because you need this, your physical body. You need your mind to be well, to be able to serve God. Do you understand? Because someone who is not well mentally won't be able to relate with church work, won't be able to relate with people in church. Do you understand? So I think that's that about that. Thank you. Excellent. I love that. I, I really love that you said that um, considering your mental health, seeing the therapist 
doesn't make you less spiritual. I really love that because many people see it as a sign of spiritual weakness. And I actually love that you made this, you gave this analogy and this, you, you, you made this similarity between your physical health and your mental health. Nobody will cuss you out for going to see a doctor as a Christian, right? So in the same vein, nobody should judge you as less spiritual if you decide to see a therapist or if you decide to get help for your mental health. I also love the fact that you talked about the humanity of the Christians because, yes, we know that we have the Spirit of God dwelling on our inside. We know that we, since we are believers, we, we have eternal life and all of that. But you are still a human being. You are still dwelling on this earth. You still have a physical body. Therefore, you know, you can't be affected by the stresses of, of, of life, right? Thank you so much for, for making, for making that um, distinction and for making um, this point, this, um, bring, throwing light to this question that I just asked. Okay, I also like to chip in something at this point. And I think this is the reason a lot of people resist um, talking to a psychologist or a mental health counselor or the reason why people even resist talking to a therapist or not don't even want to mention the word therapy or therapist is because first of all it's a misunderstanding or misconception of the word mental health you know when mental health like i said is just the condition of your mind the healthiness the health of your of your mind and you know but it's not when you don't take care of that or when you are not healthy in that sense it can lead to a mental illness. Just the way you, when you don't take care of your physical health, it can lead to a physical illness. So the reason I, I, I see a lot of people resisting to talk to a therapist is because many people feel that, how can I just talk to a stranger about things in my life? Now, so that is one part of it. And I also like to take us back to the fact that we have friends that we, th we talk to, right? We have pastors that we talk to in terms of Christians. We have, um, you know, family members. And you feel that these people, in, in your mind, you feel that they are not, they are not strangers. But you know, there, there has actually been a communication of familiarity with both of you. For example, if I give an example of my pastor, I say I can always talk to my pastor about everything and anything but you know there was a day i met my pastor my pastor was initially a stranger to me before i got close to this person that is how we should also see a therapist fine um, we have a lot of people saying i have let us tell someone all of my thoughts all of my feelings ah, because it's like intruding a lot of privacy this is in like intruding your privacy because your your, your, your physical appearance, people can actually see that and know that, okay, this person is sick and all of that. But what goes in, on in your mind is personal. There are a lot of things that goes on in the mind of a man that a lot of people do not know. In fact, you cannot know if they do not say it. That is why people feel it is intruding their privacy, having to speak their mind, having to share their thoughts, their feelings with someone. But let us not forget the fact that the person you call your friend today is because you have built a stable relationship, a stable and a trusted relationship with that person. And that is the same way you can also build this kind of relationship with your therapist. So your therapist can be a stranger to you today, but not a stranger to you next week because you've started building a relationship with that person. So let us not forget that this whole thing is relationship building. Once I have built relationship with this person and say, you are my doctor, you are my therapist, or you are my psychologist, or my pastor, or my friend. We have to give that relationship time. And then in giving it time, we have to be able to talk to that person. We have to be able to be free with that person for this person to be able to help us in, terms, in times of need. So I hope that is actually clear. I feel that is the reason why a lot of people resist the whole mental health and talking to, the, talking to a therapist or talking, talking to a psychologist it's just because of lack of our actually call it lack of proper orientation or understanding so i hope that is actually care that that is actually um clear rather thank you voted christian i know that you are a serious believer 
and i'm glad that you are the one speaking about this and i'm also glad that you mentioned that of course the spiritual supersedes the physical but then god has given us men just as he has given us doctors and scientists he has also given us doctors of the mind and just as we are we do not see anything wrong in going to see a physician, the person who takes care of our bodies, the doctors that attend to our body. We should not also see it as a problem to, to, to seek help when we have mental health issues. Thank you so much for thank you so much for pointing that out. What I want to know is this because there are many people who are dealing with mental health issues who don't even know it. So my next question is, how does one know when they need help with their mental health? What, what are the, the signs to look out for? How do I know that I need counseling? Because it's very easy to dismiss our feelings. It's very easy to, for other people to even be dismissive of how we're feeling about something or how we're feeling about ourselves. So how does one know that a person requires psychological attention speaking of um how to know when you need help is um like, like speaking of um uh, how to to know the signs just like i mentioned earlier on is look out for those warning signs and um they are actually very subtle because you just feel that oh it's just a normal thing so that is why you have to you know be self-conscious um, you have to be conscious of your health is actually important you have to be able to you know you, you, you have to be able to watch yourself as a person as a human being let self-care be be top on your list you know take your time to get to know you for example I'm taking my time to get to know Lillian I'm taking my time to know when Lillian is stressed when Lillian is tired when Lillian is not eating so much when Lillian is eating too much when Lillian you know is easily um, making up Lillian when, when Lillian is not being you know fair in terms of her, her judgment or her reaction to people so therefore it's actually very important to get to know yourself to know you and be able to watch yourself closely that way when, when the, the when the when the signs when you start to notice those signs you are able to now say okay at this point I feel there is something wrong now and that is why it's also good to also have accountability partners, friends, people that, you know, when they notice certain things about you, they can always tell you things. So how do I know um, these signs? How do I know I am not healthy um, um, mentally? Or how do I know these warning signs, if I want to put it in, in, that, in that term? How do I know these um warning signs like i actually mentioned earlier on when you are you are not finding enjoyment in the things you used to enjoy when you are excessively worried when you are excessively sad you know when your moods are here and there every day it changes anyhow when um you, you get tired easily and even physical symptoms like stomach ache um stress and like tiredness dizziness um you know um, loss of um, your your sex drive um, decreases things like that those are things that you should actually look out for and that will help you know that okay at this point in time i think i need help now because one way or the other these are these things will actually influence the way you view things or your perspective about things one way or the other this will actually influence your productivity do you understand so so it's actually important we look out for these warning signs for example uh, probably i wasn't i went to bed i had so many things on my mind last night and i woke up the same way having that same thing on my mind and the next day the same thing on my mind the same thing on my mind it has gone on for two weeks and more and it's making me worried it's making me live in fear i should actually notice that it's this thing has been long coming like it's 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 it has been it has been too long with me so that's why it's actually important to pay um attention to yourself so that is at that point you should know that you need counseling
you shouldn't wait till it gets to see till it gets out of out of hand that you know that you need because like just the way you go for medical checkup when you know you're having a fever you are dizzy you are you know you you are tired you know okay i should go for checkup i should know probably i'm having malaria symptoms or things like that or you are purging you are throwing up Maybe I have typhoid, so you shouldn't wait till it gets to that point where you break down completely before you see um, your doctor. No, so that's why you shouldn't wait till that point where it has gotten out of you know, or it, it has become um, a or it, it has become an illness completely before you know you you talk to to a counselor. Okay, so my next question is this. As a trained psychologist and having counseled a number of young people, what is that predominant issue, predominant mental health issue that many people, especially young people, come to you for? What, what, I, what have you observed as the, the major mental health issue that young people are currently dealing with okay having counseled um, a good number of young people the mental health condition that most people present is um, is um, basically an offshoot of so many things okay so but I'll, but I'll just uh, mention um, anxiety depression um, stress yes um, yeah, I think those those like those are like the 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 major ones that most people come with, and most of the time it's not. They are really like like I said, they are an offshoot of so many things. So many times I see young people come to talk to me about um, about um, satisfaction with life, <laughs> and you know it actually baffles me because uh, I feel that at that point in their life they shouldn't be talking about satisfaction with life because. Is I feel it's majorly for people who have you know older people, but then I see a lot of young people come with this um, situation, and it has now led to depression. It has now led to depression because they feel they are not up to the standards of their friends, of or, or they are not meeting the expectations of of their family, leading to um, anxiety, fear of the future. Will they be able to take care of their family? Things like that. So many, many, many times, actually, an offshoot of, of so many things. Take, um, for example, in terms of, um, um in terms of um, trauma. I see young people coming with um, trauma. Probably those that have been sexually abused, and um, you know, especially those who have been sexually abused. We see, I see a lot of them coming for that reason, and as a result, they are having the um, PTSD. They having post-traumatic stress um, disorder, and you know, cases cases like that. So many many times, that that is why our mental health is actually key, because if if you you can proper, probably uh, you can, if you can properly rather um, take care of yourself in terms of your mental health, it won't lead to a mental illness. Just like if you can take care of yourself physically, it won't lead to a physical illness so if you can you know if you can find if you can look out for um warning signs if you can easily note those warning signs and you're able to talk to um, a psychologist or a professional it actually would help you know reduce reduce the um the um, probability of having a mental illness so basically the condition most people battle with most young people battle with is anxiety depression trauma and then um yeah and then stress but then, like i said they are majorly an offshoot of so so many things i, I hope that is actually um clear so talking about managing them so how do we, how do i how will i say um, we can manage we can manage uh, these conditions. Like I said, it's basically just looking out for the warning signs. 
and what are the warning signs for excessive sadness excessive um, worry loss or increase in appetite sleep or excessive sleep loss of sex drive um, you know loss of interest in things that you used to um, enjoy enjoy doing so first of all just look out for the warning signs so when these are uh, uh, you notice this it's important you talk to a professional so the best way to actually manage a mental health condition it uh, is talking to a professional it's a psychologist or a mental health um, counselor talk to a professional because these are the people that can actually um, help you and I, I believe in your therapy they are going to you know um, they're going to um, streamline ways that Wow, Lillian, this conversation so far has just been eye-opening, to say the least. I'm just excited that we got to do this. I'm just so delighted that we managed to get past our procrastination <laughs> to eventually do this. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my sister and I, Lillian, have brooded over this topic for a long time. And I'm just so thankful to god that we eventually got to do it because i know that a lot of people will be thoroughly blessed just by listening to this it's really really um enlightening yeah so now my next question because you mentioned the fact that um a number of people are highly depressed and i've heard the story of a young lady a young christian lady who contemplated suicide simply because she felt she wasn't doing enough for the gospel. So how do you create that balance? Because look, it might sound strange, but these things happen. So how do you create that balance as a Christian? That balance where you do not feel like you are terrible or you do not condemn yourself up to the point of wanting to take your own life. I can Hmm. Okay, so in um in speaking about suicide, suicide is a big one. Suicide is a big one, and in um, one of those, and it's actually one of the leading causes of death death amongst young people. And um, I mean, it's it's um, it's actually it's terrible, it's terrible. But um for for but, but for this situation, for the lady who contemplated suicide. Because she wasn't doing enough for God, <laughs> I have two perspectives about um, this, and uh, as time permits me, I'll be able to share share this. Okay, so for the first one, it did not start from that. Um, it did not start from that um, zealousness for God, or that zeal for God, rather. So it it did not start from that zeal for God. That, okay, I'm not doing enough for the gospel, and you know that. Because of that, I want to commit suicide because probably I probably, you know, I'm not, I'm not, it's just like I'm not used for something. So it didn't start from that point. It started, I'm sure it started from way back. I'm, I'm 100% sure it started from way back. And that is, it, 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 it now shows that that person wasn't healthy mentally because the person's sense of, um, um, reasoning, judgment, perspective to things has been actually compromised before this time. Do you understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? So um, I'm sure that this person must have been in a situation where before, where this person felt I am not good enough. So that was, that now actually became this a, this person's core belief. I'm just my saying, but this is this is my this, but this is what I strongly believe. That that. Um, I am not good enough now became that person's strong belief. That's a, I'm sure uh, you know that now entered into several aspects of this person's life. Subtly, that means that meaning that this person wasn't aware that this I am not good enough core belief has entered into probably her work, it has entered into her relationship, but she she has just been managing it. Meaning that this person did not actually see it before this time. So this time was just like the big blow. Okay, when he now came to God, even this my creator, he died for me. And, you know, he made so many sacrifices for me. And now I cannot do so much for him. Look at these people. Look at this young lady. She's doing something for the gospel. 
this other young man is doing something for the gospel. He's richer than I am. She's richer than I am. She's more beautiful than I am. And, you know, she's doing things for God. So how much more me? Why am I not doing? You know, these thoughts like that. So that, those thoughts did not start from, from then when it had to do with the gospel, the things of God. It has, it, it, it's been way back. I strongly believe that. <laughs> so, um, I strongly believe that. So, this person um, attempting to commit suicide had, I can strongly say, had a poor mental health. This person wasn't healthy and this person did not talk to, maybe did or did not, I don't know, but um, this person probably did not seek for help or else he wouldn't have gotten to that point of saying, I want to commit suicide. Because in your working for God, and this is the other part of it, so in your working for God, you need to realize that um, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with your ability. Find the, the, the work of God's service needs your strength, it needs your time, it needs your energy, but you know, you are backed up by the power of God. Yeah, and you know, you know, it's God's ability in you that makes you work for Him effectively, and He strengthens you to do His work. Do you understand? But as a human being, you need your mind and you need your body to be able to carry out um, that work. All right, so we are slowly getting to the end of today's episode. But of course, I cannot just let Lillian go without asking this very vital question. So Lillian, off the top of your head, what are some key strategies to improve one's mental health? I mean, prevention is better than cure. So how do you prevent mental health issues? And how can you really take care of, your, of yourself, take care of your mental health? All right, so we have come to the end of today's episode. But before I let you go, before I let Lillian go, Lillian, please tell us how we can reach you because... I'm certain some of my listeners might want to reach out to you privately, have a se session with you. So just tell us how to reach you. Give us additional information. Where can we follow you? Um, you just give us additional information about um, Health Nest and how best to, to contact you. I actually, feel like going, <laughs> I actually feel like going on and on with this conversation. It's been a wonderful discussion so far. It's been a wonderful time enlightening you all about um, mental health. Like, there's a lot to talk about, especially when it comes to mental health. And I would really like to, you know, get, I would really like us to, you know, be open to much more information about mental health. So coming back to me, like I introduced myself, my name is Lillian Gerald, and um, yeah, I mentioned earlier that I am the founder of um, a mental health counseling platform. The reason I call it a platform right now is because of, of the, the place we are using, the, the format which we are, the form we are actually using to, you know, create awareness and provide help. Like majorly we are online and so we are not, um, we are not in like an office or, or, or what have you. So. So, I am the founder of Healthness. We do basically mental health advocacy, trainings, and we also um, provide um, consultations. We also provide um, mental health counseling as well. So, how can you reach me? Okay, you can actually follow us on, on uh, our social media pages. You can follow us on Instagram at Health Nest Initiative. So you just go on Instagram and just type Health Nest Initiative and then you are going to pop up and you're going to see all of our content. So you can reach us, you can send us a direct message on Instagram or you can send us a direct message on Facebook, which is Health Nest NG. So that is Health Nest NG with no space in between. So you can send us a direct message. We are always available to attend to you, and you'll be, you'll be getting a response in less than 24 hours. And we're also on WhatsApp as well. And um, you can reach us on, um, I'll just drop the number here. You can reach us on 0816-433-4658. And I'll call it again, 0816-433-4658. Or you can follow me. You can actually follow me 
on Instagram at Lillian Gerald. The Lillian is spelled L-I-L-I-A-N-N-E, then um, Gerald, underscore Gerald. So you can reach me. I look forward to hearing from a lot of you. I look forward to talking to you much more. I look forward to standing as a representative of everyone with a mental illness standing against stigmatization standing standing against you know people watering down on whatever feeling it is you are having or whatever mental health condition that you are having or people are having out there mental illnesses are real just like physical illness but then we can always you know find a way to care for ourselves it's not bad when you reach out for help it's not bad to, to reach out for help to talk to a therapist or a psychologist it doesn't make you it doesn't make you less of a person or it doesn't mean that you are mad in that sense so feel free to reach out to me on any of these um, social media platforms feel free to reach out to us and you know we look forward to helping you so thank you so much for having me today it's um it's really a pleasure Thank you so, so much for having me. And um, yeah, I look forward to more of this, right? I look forward to more of this. So thank you so much. <laughs> be conscious of your health is actually important. You have to be able to, you know, you, you, you have to be able to watch yourself as a person, as a human being. Let self-care be, be top on your list. You know, take your time to get to know you. For example, I'm taking my time to get to know Lillian. I'm taking my time to know when Lillian is stressed, when Lillian is tired, when Lillian is not eating so much, when Lillian is eating too much, when Lillian, you know, is easily um, making up, Lillian, when, when Lillian is not being, you know, fair in terms of her, her judgment or her reaction to people. So therefore, it's actually very important to get to know yourself, to know you and be able to watch yourself closely. That way, when when the, the when the when the signs when you start to notice those signs you are able to now say okay at this point i feel there is something wrong now and that is why it's also good to also have accountability partners friends people that you know when they notice certain things about you they can always tell you things so how do i know um these signs how do i know i am not healthy um um mentally or how do i know these warning signs if i want to put it in in that in that term how do i know these um warning signs like i actually mentioned earlier on when you are you are not finding enjoyment in the things you used to enjoy when you are excessively worried when you are excessively sad you know when your moods are here and there every day it changes anyhow when um you, you get tired easily and even physical symptoms like stomach ache um stress and like tiredness dizziness um you know um, loss of um, your your sex drive um decreases things like that those are things that you should actually look out for and that will help you know that okay at this point in time i think i need help now because one way or the other, these, these things will actually influence the way you view things or your perspective about things. One way or the other, this will actually influence your productivity. Do you understand? So, so it's actually important to look out for these warning signs. For example, uh, probably I wasn't, I went to bed, I had so many things on my mind last night and I woke up the same way, having that same thing on my mind. And the next day, the same thing on my mind, the same thing on my mind, it has gone on for two weeks and more. And it's making me worried. It's making me live in fear. I should actually notice that it's, this thing has been long coming. Like, it's, 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 it has been, it has been too long with me. So that's why it's actually important to pay um, attention to yourself. So that is, at that point, you should know that you need counseling you shouldn't wait till it gets to till, till it gets out of out of hand that you know that you need counseling. Just, just the way you go for medical checkup when you know you're having a fever you are dizzy 
you are you know you you are tired you know okay i should go for checkup i should know probably i'm having malaria symptoms or things like that or you are purging you are throwing up maybe i have typhoid so you shouldn't wait till it gets to that point where you break down completely before you see um, your doctor no so that's why you shouldn't wait till that point where it has gotten out of you know it, it, it has become um a it, it has become an illness completely before you know you you talk to to a counselor so i'll actually recommend when you you notice um, those warning signs make sure you talk to a professional book an appointment with a professional do not wait till you know do not wait till you start keeping yourself at home in terms of for example in terms of um, um say um anxiety do not wait till it's you know if that um fear or that anxiety keeps you at home you're no longer relating with people you're not you're now scared that oh this person might do something to me oh i'm scared that oh i won't i won't be actually fruitful in this work so i won't venture into it so don't wait till it gets to that point it's mental it, it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot to talk about and it's a lot of um, things to to cover but i just hope this 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 should be able to put you in perspective in perspective this should be able to help your um thinking or it should actually help your understanding better about um mental health so don't wait to get too much i know the next question you might want to ask is how you know how do i know when it is now a serious condition well i think i'm going to answer that um, somewhere in between okay <laughs> If you listened to this episode to the very end, you are the boss. <laughs> you are awesome. Because I know that this today's episode was just much longer than usual, but definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. Thank you to my guest, my sister, Lillian Gerald, who's a trained mental health counselor, a trained, a seasoned psychologist. Thank you for sharing with us and I learned a whole lot in this time that we spent talking about mental health and Christianity. Thank you to everyone who tuned in today. Thank you for listening. And I do hope that with some of the strategies that were shared in today's episode, that you would take steps in improving your mental health. Feel free to reach out to Healthness if you need further counseling or if you just need to talk to someone or if you're just going through a rough time and you just need to speak with a professional just feel free to contact them so on that note today's episode has come to an end and so tune in again to candy talk with retta in our next episode bye